What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, episode 10. I'm Tyler. That's Matt. Howdy, howdy. We made it to episode 10. Somehow there's at least 10 hours of us having conversations on the internet. How unfortunate is that for the general populace? Pretty bad. And just more to come. There's going to be a lot of coming, for sure. (laughs) I mean, a lot coming, not a lot of coming. I definitely didn't say that on purpose. Um, what have you been up to in the last week since we've heard from you last, besides furiously masturbating alone in your bedroom? Well, while I wasn't doing that, um, I also read Berserk that you lent me. That's been fantastic. Yeah. This is my first good. time reading it. So and good. damn, you know? Yeah. Have you gotten to the second volume yet? Or are you just still are you still on the first one? I got to the oh, volume? Yeah, it's still on the first volume. Um, like of the deluxe editions. I'm not talking about volumes in in the books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of deluxe edition. Yeah. The 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 second volume starts off as fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I've been taking my time. No, yeah, that's one that you do take your time with. You absolutely should. I've been reading Death Note, which has been forcing me to take my time because there's just nothing but dialogue in that, you know, because there's no combat. It's just literally all dialogue, just exposition. And, and, And I love it. It's good. But also, man, rereading this at this age, I feel like, light really just wants to get caught like everything that he does the entire time is just clearly showing off every move that he has like and 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 drawing l closer to him um i guess i should give a synopsis for death note death note is about a a high school student named light yagami who picks up a notebook that's dropped out of the sky i feel like people know what death note is the only people that listen to this podcast are taylor and her roommate and they don't know what Death Note is? No, not really. I feel like it'd be up the rally. Doesn't she like horror? She does. I just, I haven't lent it to her yet because I'm currently reading it. So, <clears throat> um, and she also has a lot of stuff. She's reading through Jinji Ito's like backlog at the moment. Um, but it's, yeah, yeah. He just picks up the, the notebook and just decides to start killing criminals. And the police decide no. And so that's just like a back and forth between this kid and the police. Wow. That's your synopsis of death note. What else would, I don't want to spoil too much about it. I want like, I like to leave it like, Oh, that sounds good. But then you get into it and you're like, Oh, there's all these different, you know, elements. Well, I mean, what do you want me to give like spoil the whole thing in order to give a synopsis on the show? On a, on a book? No, I just would like have included the death. Um, demons and stuff like that the shinigami yeah the shinigami but that's like i feel like that's cool like once you like if you crack the book open and you're like oh i feel like it's more enticing that it's related to a the the notebook is because like the enticing thing is the rules of the death note you know and it's that it falls into like yeah what would you do with a notebook with whose ever name you wrote in it 
would die. You know, what would you do with that power? That's why it's interesting. Not that it well, it makes it more interesting too that the and then it happens to fall to a high school student who wants to make the world better, so he begins killing criminals. And then, obviously, the police, thinking there's a serial killer out there, begin to stop him. And you follow that cat and mouse game. That is basically the synopsis that I. Just it basically gave. is, but you like left out and phrased it that I thought it felt less interesting. Like I think in your attempt to not spoil, to leave things to be interesting, you left out some things that would intrigue people to the series. Well, if they're not intrigued, then fuck them. But speaking of knives and significant others, I played a little bit of 12 minutes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good segue. I hate how like spot on that segue is. Awful uh, I, game. I, good segue. What? Oh, I. Oh, you played it on PC, though. That is more apropos for the environment of the situation. Did you play with controller? No, why would I play with control? Exactly. Oh, I could see where it's exactly. definitely it was just more tedious and awful. And and the dialogue, garbage. I hate the dialogue in that game. I do. You know, they used uh, the names and the voice acting to like try to get you interested. You know, William Defoe and stuff like that. William Defoe. You know, they were there, but it sounds like they were just getting a paycheck because there are some. James, uh, well, I was listening to a podcast last night called Play, Watch, Listen, um, mm-hmm. and that's with Alana Pierce, who's a writer at Sony Santa Monica on God of War, uh, Troy Baker, voice actor, uh, Mike Bithel, game director and studio head, I believe, uh, and Austin Wintery, who's a composer. And at, they were this was actually what they were talking about. The title of the episode was called like The Cost of Voice Acting or whatever, and they were hypothesizing just how much time in the booth that they gave these actors and literally what they came down to was about one four hour session per actor. No way. Maybe a little more for Willem Dafoe, but they also mo-capped them for this game. Interesting. Cause it's, that's what they said. Too. All top down that you, but I guess for what they were talking about is how, Apparently, for like something like a run animation, you want to keyframe that individually for uh, to make that shit. But like for something like a walking animation or something like that, apparently, and like grabbing things and shit, I guess you it's easier to just mocap it. I guess I don't know. Well, Listen to the episode; it's I a great care. podcast because it's super insightful. To I have. will check that out, man. Four hours in the booth for the amount of dialogue options and choices you're supposed to run through was not enough time to give clearly because it's just repeats after repeats and you're like i just told you that you know what this this i know that this happened and you're responding to me the same way that you would have responded if i said like yes i do want your dessert and i'm like wait what have a little context yeah once you go through it so many times you see like the facade option. i did enjoy it though um it, i, I like the mystery and there's nothing like thinking you're solving it and then being like, oh, I got like being like, I think I got this. Yeah. And I'm going to suck it mystery. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Like I remember well played the first time I was like, oh, I've got, OK, I found the knife. OK, I know he's going to come. So I'm just going to hide in the closet. <laughs> and then I got out of the closet and I tried to stab him. And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, OK. Like, All right. 
Exactly. And then I hide myself in the bathroom, lock myself in there. And then he just breaks in anyways. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> go in the bathroom to try to find the fucking, you know, the thing that he's looking for that he goes in there and gets when he's in there. And I can't, I don't have access to the thing. Cause I can't, I, there's like other things you have to do. Yeah. I have to go through some of the, the trees. I just don't, I, I realize that I, I just don't think I like it adventure games in that context on a, I would say at the very least. Yeah. Cause I don't love, I didn't, I, I never really enjoyed the telltale games personally. Oh, see, I enjoyed those. It has a really similar, it feels a lot like those text based adventure games, like from way back in the nineties that they just like happen to animate, you know, it's like pick up cup, you know? Well, that you, is what you, that stems from. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, like the yeah, old I Apple II command based games. Exactly. I enjoy that, uh, like play loop. That's fun, and uh, I it's nice. I guess they went all the way to mocap it because game you know looks good. Don't know why you, but I mean, and I also found it, and they don't do a bad job voice acting like a hundred percent, but it's like. You can't watch William Defoe in the Lighthouse and listen to William Defoe in Twelve Minutes. And you're I gotta, like, I gotta fix you. Those are the same. It's Willem. Oh, I, I do that every time. I Willem know. Defoe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't. You don't need to be sorry. I'm apologizing to Willem. Oh. He'll never hear this, but it makes me feel better. To He's know. actually a weekly listener. I wish he would donate to our Patreon. <laughs> I just, just be a guest. I would rather have the. <laughs> Uh, spotlight that he would bring to be a guest on the podcast and then I would hey. his money probably I'm sorry just a five minute call with Willem Dafoe would just be cool he doesn't even need I to saw that little process come on the show <laughs> I improve it's slowly and no one notices but I'm feel I do change he had to like computer search files mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. Uh-huh. well okay. it was more Willem, like Willem. you know dot ex hold up Different command, Willem. It's like when the yeah. rainbow swirly thing pops up on my my cursor on my MacBook. Like, uh, it's like, wait, fuck, what am I? Forgets that it only does ones and zeros and tries to throw a three in there. <laughs> no two, just right to three. Yeah, exactly. That's why I got so fucked up. Um, yeah, I I I couldn't really get into it. I tried to play it for maybe 30, 40 minutes, and it was just like. I was a little disappointed that they hired these great actors and then doesn't sound like any of them are in the fucking game besides Willem Dafoe. <laughs> you know, like they just changed their voices completely, which is super impressive. But also just like. Why? I guess maybe what they paid for was instead of needing two days to record all those lines, like those actors are good enough that they changed their voice and did all of that and like. For something hours, even like a but single day, not that's good super enough because impressive. We're talking about how bad the. <laughs> I mean, it's not top quality. I wouldn't say it's bad, but like, it's just like it's you also stale. know it's a little. There are some lines that are real stale that you are like, "Yep, they just checked through some of that," yeah. you know, and you know some of that's also direction, but that- it didn't ruin the immersion for me. Or the the game for me, the immersion, the enjoyment of it. Yeah, that's fair. I've been playing more Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't really do- dove, dive, divin, dove, dive, div, dive. 
Dodge. Um, what is that word? <laughs> Doven. What is like the past tense of dive? I don't know. I'm sorry. And you're over here looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, because you just said like a ton of words. I would think you dove more into it. Yeah. I dove into Ghost of Tsushima. That makes sense. And <laughs> it... Uh, I think it's also you just poorly grammatically formatted your sentence, so it didn't make sense. Eat a dick. I, uh, I'll suck one for a cupcake. Nobody give Matt a cupcake. I <laughs> dove into Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, again, because the director's cut came out, I haven't played any of the much more of the story missions yet, just because I'm clearing up the map. And I feel like if I ever a game I intend to platinum ever, if I beat the story before I clear the map significantly, I'll never go back and and finish it because I need that incentive of the story, you know, to like keep me in the world. Like I'm like, Oh, there's always like a, there's a reason why I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, so I feel like simultaneously I'm not doing anything in that game while I'm also just like riding thousands of kilometers across the map every time to like, cause I don't really fast travel all that much in that game either. Cause it's so gorgeous that I just like to walk most of the time and, and, and just go from place to place. That's why I'm, fucking 40 50 hours into the game and of you know i'm not done with it <laughs> or even really close i don't think um but that's been really really fun and so pretty the ps5 upgrades with the dual sense support is awesome um and then also just like the slight visual upgrades that inherently come with being on the ps5 and being directly attached to the ssd the loading is incredible um, I went from having the PS4 version of the game on my external hard drive to having the PS5 version of the director's cut, you know, right on the SSD. And so, like, the difference is uh, exponential in terms of speed of load times. Um, I don't think I've really been playing anything else, though. Nothing crazy. You have you you just upgraded your PC. You said you were yeah i just upgraded so i hopped back into a lot of games that i had a lot of time with um to see what it looked like you know so i could feel the impact so i played a little bit of fallout 4 and then i'd just been playing cyberpunk um and um it was awesome you know it's always cool to i love how hard your way of testing your new all your new shiny shit isn't to be like What's the most impressive newest game out right Man, now? Man, you didn't even let me get to that. Oh, what a dick. What, you, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, not and necessarily everything. Because I also... Oh, you keep a card I, up your sleeve. I ran... You're like me with my Death Note synopsis. See? I, <laughs> I ran <laughs> some old games. So I... Because if it's a game I hadn't played before, have I have no way of just being like, oh yeah, that looks super good. Right. So it was cool to go back and be like, I knew what I was playing at and expecting. And now I'm seeing it mm-hmm. on other. But I uh, got Microsoft Flight Simulator oh, downloaded. You actually that was get a, that actually downloaded? Yeah, 127 <laughs> gig update. It was like a 55 gig game that downloaded. I was like, awesome. Let's hit the skies, baby. And then it was like, hold up. And that's not even downloading like other stuff. There's other expansions for like the United Kingdom and Ireland. That I don't have. But I flew through the Pyramids of Giza. And holy shit, does that game look fantastic? Really? Oh my. 
you can look down at all the little buildings and the cars moving. I was not controlling it. It was like a guided flight. Thank God. It was 9-11. I almost went to New York, but. <laughs> you should have. That would have been hilarious. What if it like stops you and says, give it a day. <laughs> give it a moment of remembrance. Yeah. You are like that. That's the, that's the Easter egg for the game is it gives you a tro- pops a trophy, like never forget or something <laughs> oh like <my> that. <laughs> the sack on Microsoft. If they added a never forget trophy, my God in Microsoft flight simulator. Wow. If, um, if people going back to our original podcast, like our first 10 podcasts and, Nothing else before this gets us canceled, like when we're inevitably or hopefully, <laughs> I say inevitably, hopefully, you know, somewhat popular. Uh, I hope to one day this will be the thing that, that, someone that we can clips get me canceled. Saying, <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I hope they contextualize that, but would have been funny. Um, yeah. I, w- I want to play Flight Simulator too. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, and then I also booted up uh, Doom External because I knew that had ray tracing. Uh, and that actually crashed my when I turned everything like up really high. And I was like, let's do it, baby. It actually crashed my game twice. So, but I was playing at 60 FPS. I have a what, 1080p. What monitor, little teenager so. on OfferUp sold you? this fake bootlegged doom external game instead of doom eternal (laughs) (laughs) what kind of walmart we have doom eternal at home (laughs) doom external (laughs) i was like what kind of fucking (laughs) kmart version of this fucking game it's not even a box it's just like one of those paper cd sleeves and it's just sharpied on the outside doom you know someone drew a nice doom logo and then just wrote really poorly uh but doom in eternal doom internal (laughs) that would have been hilarious instead of external doom Doom internal wait (laughs) it's you just sitting in a room by yourself just oh is that dread coming oh don't look at it (laughs) don't look at the existential dread everything's just doom you they give you a chainsaw and you can just cut yourself in half is that a that's pretty much like honking i think that was a car alarm going and then ending really quickly so either someone's good at it's either their car or someone's good good at breaking into a car or at courtesy honking it could be courtesy honking like they're just so good at quick giving that it sounds like a false alarm on a phone, you know? <laughs> what a useless ability. Oh, now that guy doesn't know I'm honking at him. He just thinks a car alarm went off nearby. Or he's like, wow, what a good, you know, citizen. He <laughs> really That's what mastered everyone thinks when you didn't go fast enough at the green honk. light and get the honk was, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, normally uh, all I do is I just let off the brake and let my car roll forward. And then if if I don't get past, and like it, it, it does a yellow light, I'll f- speed up real quick <laughs> just so I can get through. But if you're going to honk at me, like, like that, and specifically like if I'm not, like if I'm like paying attention and you honk at me still, bitch, what? <laughs> the car in front of me has moved an inch. I'm not going to start to creep forward just because the car in front of me has moved a half an inch. What, bitch? 
Now you're going to honk at me? Okay, I'll go slow. You're going to ride my ass? Okay, I'll go slower. It's like, this is why honking isn't effective. It used to alert people to dangers, but now it's not. Now it's just for you to show your frustration. And your people will honk to like, communicate. At, at no point in a situation is it ever appropriate to honk like, be. You know, never. You become the asshole no matter what that other person is doing in that situation, you know? What if I'm unconscious on my steering wheel? Then that's, you're doing the world a service, so please. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep the garage door down, Matt. (laughs) I love, you know, I didn't realize it was from that context. That's a good, that's a good scenario, but unfortunately that doesn't happen too often. Um. Big news this week. Yeah. PlayStation had a big blowout showcase. Jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. Excellent showcase. It started with a KOTOR remake, which I never played Knights of the Old Republic, so it'll be cool to play a remake of the game because um, I heard the old one has some jank. It's a little jank. I got the nostalgia filter for it. Talk about one of the like (laughs) first RPGs that, you know, just loved. Bioware on the map. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even realize it was Bioware until just now because I haven't had anything to play it. I left my... Until I said that just now? Uh, No, when they announced it and I was looking into it. Oh. So very recently. Fair with enough. the announce of the remake to better contextualize. Fair enough. What did they show after the remake? Was it... Uh... I didn't... I was watching it while I was at work, so... What was announced at the PlayStation Showcase 2021? We're professionals here, folks. Yeah, we're ready. This is from Push Square. Uh, Marvin, Mar- Marvin's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy was shown, which this trailer made it look better, I think, at least from characters' perspective than, and a story narrative perspective than the original, or like the, the first trailer that they showed for it i do think that it and this was a point that i think was i don't want to just rip this from something else but they made a good point with this that i you know i think a lot of people are thinking um but i i heard this on sacred symbols what they suffer from the problem that like marvel's avengers suffers from which is all of these characters kind of look like their movie counterparts but also don't you know, and so that's a problem because you're looking at it like, why am I looking at the Kmart version of Chris Pratt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, why, why is Dave Batista not Dave Batista on my TV? You know, like it, it looks weird. Why isn't, why does Rocket sound like, you know, he does meth instead of Coke? You know, <laughs> it's just tough. Yeah. Cause they went to kind of too close to the movies. Right. To not be. A different adaption to be like, oh, we were kind of designing our own thing. Right. Because you clearly went off of the movie aesthetic and stuff. But then you also didn't make them look like the movie people. And so they kind of look weird. Weird as hell. That's kind of a trend, though. Like the Mad Max character. It's not Tom Hardy. It's not Mel Brooks. Not Mel Brooks. Mel Gibson. You gave me a shot of whiskey before the show. Blame yourself. Listen, I didn't think we'd... With how flaky you can be, I didn't know we would make it to a 10th episode. That's a low blow. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, 
I just had to make it real somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you build on a real world experience because there's no reason why we wouldn't make it to a 10th episode. But you bring something in from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry about this later in the shower. But <laughs> you shower? Only like once a week. I was going to say that's news to my nose. That's news <laughs> to my nose. Why do you say it like that? I didn't say it like that at all. That's my impression. You. That's what you sound like all the time to everybody else. You know what I sound like to everybody else? Yeah, we talk about it behind your back. We all go, man, you know stupid Tyler sounds? Man, I almost said Taylor, and that would have been such a big fuck up. Why? Because you're not Taylor. You're Tyler. That's true, but I don't think it makes it such a big fuck up. It's yeah, but I want to hurt you, not somebody else. Fair. It depends, I guess, on which Taylor you're comparing me to. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I don't know who that is. From Home Improvement? Or is that Boy Meets World? Is he from Boy Meets World or Home Improvement? You don't even know. Hey, Siri. Who is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> Home Improvement, baby. Randy Taylor. Wish the listeners could see your self-approving head nod when it said home improvement. I was like, hell yeah, baby. Because well, oh, I know. You shouldn't ever get that much gratification. What a good looking young man. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Randy Taylor. From, uh, I, w- I always wish I could pull off like a middle part bowl cut like that. I didn't watch too much home improvement. I can tell you look like you live in a very unimproved home. Man, as I just glance around at the disarray of chaos, despair, and depression that fills your home, I just can't take you seriously. But I got a lot of manga, though. You do have a nice-ass manga collection, though. (laughs) Damn. It looks good. And you got that dope Seinfeld Lego set. That's that's pretty dope, not gonna lie. Honestly, that's how you know that I'm better than everybody else. It does make you kind of better than everybody else. They currently have a bonsai tree at Barnes and Noble. I saw. I thought about getting it. And I kind of just want to go buy it. It looks pretty dope. It does look dope. But also, I was like, I got to build this. I got to finish the Seinfeld one first. Uh, That game Eve, whatever, Project Eve or whatever, that looked cool. Is this it? Uh, when When the trailer came on for the showcase or during the showcase, I was like, Oh, is this like a Bayonetta spinoff or something? You know, because it was tight, busty anime lady. Tight, I say tight, busty anime lady. I mean, busty anime lady in a tight suit <laughs> is what I meant to say. And uh, I don't know if she's tight or not. She could be loose as fuck. She got bouncy titties. It looks like a like platinum game. They put too. It looks like a platinum game. You know, platinum. You don't know Platinum? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We have fun here. Um, We have fun here. I write about it in my diary later with sad faces, but we have fun here. Platinum Games, they do like Bayonetta, they did Vanquish, they do, I think they did Devil May Cry 5. No. They didn't. That's a dope monster. 
Yeah, this game looks interesting. It looks very anime-ish, you know, very weeby. Yeah, it's definitely for the Coomers, considering she's in a skin-tight bodysuit for some reason. What the fuck is a Coomer? Uh, It's like a joke slang for cum. Like someone who comes, like their purpose for the content is to ejaculate to it. I hate this world that we live in. I think the next game was Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yes. That shit looks dope as fuck. I love Borderlands anyways, but I think even if I didn't, this would be a game that I probably would want to check out. It just looks very like Dungeons and Dragons inspired RPG. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool place to take the like a Borderlands side thing with her, her running a tabletop. like Right. And it gives them a chance to do something very different in the... Yeah, and it looks like they're actually going to incorporate sort of more medieval inspirations into... Um, like the power ups and up, like you know special abilities in the game, um, which I think will be neat. I I just love Borderlands. I think that game is so fun. And Tiny Tina is one of the funniest characters in that whole shit. So, um, I hope it's cross play, cross platform play. That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what this like top down little aspect don't have of my it hopes is, up, but that is. Well, yeah, because Borderlands 3 wasn't because um, Sony said if you want Borderlands 3 to be cross-platform, you have to pay us for it. And uh, Gearbox said no, Um, which is interesting because they promised their players cross-platform play and then literally said nothing about it. And the only reason why we know... That play that PlayStation said you have to pay us for it is because of Epic's lawsuit of Apple and the emails that came out of that because PlayStation owns part of Epic, which they just settled that lawsuit and it's like a lose lose. Why is it a lose lose? Well, Epic lost in the sense that Apple was deemed not a monopoly and now they have to pay Apple a large amount of fee. But they did determine that their app store, Apple has to allow links or tags to third-party transactions. Yeah, Epic's thing was, right, that they couldn't put, like, the Epic Game Store on the on, on the iPhones or something like that? Um, That Apple was collecting the 30%, and so they were a monopoly. But don't, but don't they do that on Epic Game Store? I don't know. I mean, I know they take a, a a percentage. I don't know how high the percentage is. I do remember when Epic Game Store first became a thing that everybody was like, wow. I they think actually... they take less, like, distinctly, but... Yeah, because I remember people were like, wow, they're actually incredibly developer-focused with their, you know, profit-sharing platform, which I thought was interesting. Like, you, like, especially with, like, Unreal Engine, you don't have to pay anything unless you make, like, a certain amount of money for Unreal, like, make, if you make a game on Unreal Engine or something like that. Yeah. Super, super consumer focused. I like if, if they weren't like 49% owned by Tencent. Sadly. I would support them as a company significantly higher. But And our Chinese overlords don't like us ever since like our first episode. I think we shat on the. Well, I'll always shit on Chinese. G's chest when he pays me enough. 
He's a big fan of Cleveland. This game, <laughs> Forspoken, I say this game like other people are watching with us. Forspoken fucking looks cool. Oh, it looks fantastic. I I did think the audio sounded weird in the trailer. Like the dialogue audio sounds a little off. Like it sounds like it's being recorded in a very echoey room. And then they're just putting it <laughs> in the game. And it's like, well, why? That sounds weird. Um, Supposed to be a style choice. Written by the same gentleman who wrote Star Wars Rogue One. Gary Whitta. Uh, looks very interesting. Big debate happening over the game, whether or not it's a feminist game, overt feminist game, because gamers believe that anything with a woman in it. I was like, is that why it's feminist? The lead is a female, so it's feminism? Because what if she talks nothing about, like, the, the role of gender? I don't think women like referring to like it when men refer to a woman as female. But that's... I, I responded to her, not them, like an actual person. No, I know, but female. I mean, like, they, I, I've just seen the, I've seen the argument made many times. It's, well, that's I, cool. Cancel me for it. I, I'm not canceled. I'm just starting a conversation. <laughs> that's my job as the host of this podcast. Don't get all, don't get all uppity. Well, I thought I'm we just, were just on doing, a more interesting topic. I'm doing my Barbara Walters. And then you just pivoted to... Why do you feel that? that? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. He woke up and chose violence today. <laughs> Every day. I brought you food. It's true. It's good. Um, not enough basil in the burger, though, I'll tell you what. I don't think there was any basil in the burger. That's what the seasoning was. No, that wasn't basil. How do you know? You didn't cook it. What other green seasoning do you put in an Italian pesto caprese? Well, it's Italian seasoning, so by definition, it was not just basil. It's 90% basil if it's Italian seasoning. I don't know, man. I didn't make the seasoning. Anyways, I was just making a joke because you said I got two packets. (laughs) And then the look on your face of like trying to figure out if there was too much or too little or just enough basil. If what what my what me saying that actually meant (laughs) watching your face go through that process. It's a a big joy for me. I'm glad. That's great. Uh, I'm not excited about Rainbow Six Extraction at all. That was what was shown next after Forspoken. What a weird thing to put after something that looks as cool and unique as Forspoken. I was like, they keep trying to get people hyped for this game, and I just don't think people are going to be hyped for this game. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but we'll see, I guess. Uh, It sucks uh, for them that they're launching after Back for Blood because I feel like how that game does and that game's staying power and residence, resonance um, will determine how successful Extraction is. You know, like if, if Back for Blood is still doing high numbers in January of 2022, I doubt that this will be a fart in the wind. No, I totally agree. Um, I don't... If uh, 
Back for Blood stays up. Like, cause I, yeah, I just don't see people really enjoying the Rainbow Six extraction anyway. Yeah, Siege was cool because that was. It just like the thing about Siege was it being like a tactical like shooter. And then you're like, and now what if there are alien demons like. Yeah. Infected. You're like, what? Yeah. Doesn't speak to me really at all, personally. But we'll see, I guess. Um, Next thing they showed was Alan Wake remastered. Is it remastered or remake? Um, I don't remember. Either way. Looks and, cool. I'm excited to play it for the first time. Never yeah. Played, never played Alan Wake, though I remember distinctly when it released. I just had a PS3 at the time, so. I'm a big fan of Remedy. I love them as a studio. Their writing is fantastic. Their games are always, if they're not great, they're good. You know, like Quantum Break at its lowest point was just good. Yeah. You know, like it was never, there was never a point in that game where I was like, this is a bad video game, you know? It did some things wrong, but it was, everything they do is always unique at the very least. They're always trying to push the envelope. Yeah, it's a pretty cool classic, so I'm glad it's getting some attention. Yeah, and... Remastered. Yeah, it's remastered, not remake. That makes sense. October 5th, that's pretty soon. Um... Oh, and then they show GTA. <laughs> uh, why do we need a trailer for this? I Well, I think they're just trying to show off the reasons why they're bringing it back or why they're re- redoing it for PS5 or whatever, what the reasons would be for you getting it, I guess. Which I will say, like, if the load of the game itself, not just the loading from character to character, which they say is now instant. Um, but just the general loading of Rockstar games, if that's improved, yeah. That's hours of your life you get back if you play a straight, GTA game. Straight man. up. Like, like every time you reload that game, it takes like 30 seconds to a minute. Dude, that's what I thought about when uh, China said they were restricting gameplay to like a single hour. You're like, well, you know that? playing so I was GTA like, anymore. I was like, how are you going to play any Rockstar game? Yeah. 45 minutes of your time is spent loading the game. You're not going to. I'd be really stoked if they optimized Red Dead 2 for PS5. That'd be really cool. They just optimized Horizon Zero Dawn oh, for nice. PS5, so it's 60 frames per second, 4K. It's also like, it was so far out March 2022. Like, Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. plenty of opportunity to let people know. And... Yeah, and then you go from GTA, which is a lull, in, straight into Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the last exclusive from Bethesda on yeah. PlayStation platforms, which is... Cool, although I think you'll see that like they don't really flash a lot of the Bethesda iconography for this game anywhere because they're not really <laughs> trying to yeah. get any, which is normally like the, the opposite, I feel like, of what would happen, right? Because no, they definitely would they'd be put like a presented by Bethesda before, right? <laughs> and they it still hasn't said anything about who's making the game, but the game looks cool. Like cool as fuck, actually. Like no, it looks so good. I'm, I w- yeah, wish I had a PS5. Well, luckily your new roommate, I think, <laughs> might have one. Yeah, Ghostwire looks fantastic. I I'm super stoked for that game. It's from a studio that did Evil Within, 
this splash screen came up, Marvel. I was like, oh, Spider-Man. And then I was like, oh, Eidos Montreal. (laughs) It's just Guardians of the Galaxy. There were three times in this game, in this conference, where I was like, oh, (laughs) Spider-Man. And I was right the third time. (laughs) Third time's a charm. It's too bad because, like, it looks good, but it's also, like... It just, like I said, Walmart versions of every character. Gives hope for writing and characters, like, I think, like we said at the beginning. I think this did a great job hyping people up for story and yeah, uh, the characters a lot more. And then they show Blood Hunt multiplayer. It's a Battle Royale game, I guess. It's a Battle Royale? I believe so, yes. Where you play as a vampire. They didn't really. Because, like, the gameplay, like, looked good. Oh, and then you choose, like, a character. Like a class, yeah. But, I don't know. Didn't really do much for me. Then they showed more Deathloop, which I'm already excited for this game. I'm going to be picking it up. Tomorrow is my Friday, and so it comes out tomorrow night at midnight. And so I'm going to buy it. I don't know, maybe probably maybe when you leave and then preload it or whatever. And, and it's just uh, ready to roll. Yeah, because I know I'm going to buy it regardless of what the reviews are. I want to check it out myself, and now we have this fucking thing to do, so I probably should have some opinions on it, I feel like. The one PS5 game that's released in the last six months. <laughs> this game just looks like it has so much style and character just in the world itself and in the environment that you spend time in. That it just has me so intrigued. You know, that's that's mainly the reason why I'm interested. Like, somebody put it, like, that the world just feels jazzy. You know, the game just feels more jazzy. Yes. And I'm like, I like that. That that seems cool. And I, I just like Arcane. Arcane does a good job with the world. You know, like, like in, our, in um, Dishonored, I don't know, I feel like the world conveyed a lot to you. Yeah. <clears throat> conveyed that's such a good word they do fantastic storytelling with their world it feels like such a complete universe with that change right like it's not just like built on anything else it like feels like an entirely established universe even though you're only seeing a snippet of it and same with dishonored you know it felt like a lived-in place yeah absolutely um what do they show after this I don't remember this. Oh, all. this is the Kid A, the Radiohead Epic Games bullshit. I don't know. Doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, yeah. I hope that's a and cool then experience. they go into this game, which is looks cool. I forget the name of it, but it looks like that paper mache art style. I just really dig the art style in it. it. Made me cry, like tear up a little bit. Looks very simple, just very joyful. Yeah, lots of great adventure games coming out. And then they show, uh, they announced Last of Us remaster for PS5 and PC. Uncharted, or I mean, uh, Last of Us, Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. 4 and The Last Legacy, Lost Legacy. Both great games. Although, and I think this was also a point made on Sacred Symbols, but weird to only do Uncharted 4. Like one of the Uncharted games most reliant on the games that came before it because it's the fucking last one. <laughs> you know? Oh, damn. Yeah. It's weird. Because, yeah, because some sequels are just such standalones and I haven't played any of the Uncharted well, you, series. You could have did that I, with Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 was the first Uncharted that I ever played. 
and I didn't need to play Uncharted 1 to enjoy Uncharted 2. I just, I, honestly, I played Uncharted 1, and I was like, I don't even like this fucking game. (laughs) (laughs) But I played it, beat it. I'm hyped to try it out, though. I'm going to get it for PC. Uncharted? Yeah, I haven't played any of them, so. You can play the first three on my PS5 if you want to. I could. I understand. You you won't play anything unless it's Cyberpunk. Dude, I just played a ton of games. I I forgot to say, I played uh, Dead by Daylight. Play anything unless it's Cyberpunk. And I think it's awakening something in me. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. You want to be a murderer? Yeah. No. What? What is it? At? <laughs> Have you ever felt the power of people just running from your mere presence? You ever just turn a corner and feel the thrill of them running away? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Me neither. Right. Normally, when people run away from me, that makes me feel bad. I'm like, damn. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. Totally. Guilt was definitely feelings I was having while catching them bitches. They showed us Gran Turismo 7, a game I couldn't give a fuck about. It's like the sports and the sports games. Like they just keep coming out with the next in the series of the racing games. And it's like, who cares? Yeah. And then there's a Marvel splash screen. And I'm like, oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> and then it's like a, a bar, a decrepit bar with just criminal or like just people beat the beat up all over the place and then it shows this motherfucker in a flannel shirt and just shows his hands and I'm like oh my god they're not gonna do it no fucking way and then it shows his hands again I'm like oh they're gonna fucking do it and then he does that and he fucking does his claws shit and I'm like oh my god and it's a Wolverine game they gotta do it well and then it has the Insomniac logo in the corner and I'm like wait what the fuck Insomniac's already doing something else. I didn't expect to hear from them for forever. Because they just did Spider-Man in 2018. Then they did Spider-Man Miles Morales, which wasn't a small game. And then they did fucking uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Wow. Which just came out. And now Wolverine. And then they showed more Gran Turismo. Yay. And then they showed I just hope they the game that Wolverine I was hoping for. True to comics. Because he's supposed to be short as fuck. And I would like more short kings out there. Oh, they didn't. They showed Gran Turismo. And then they showed... Oops, 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 oops. Another Marvel splash. Yeah. Uh, one of the best superhero games ever was X-Men Origins Wolverine even though it was attached to one of the worst superhero movies of all time, somehow managed to be widely considered one of the best superhero movies. I mean, video games. Like, it's just visceral and brutal. I think it was rated M. Um, It's not even that great of a game, but it's fun, you know? And so if they're able to do something like that, I mean, and they can because they're insomniac. I mean, I've heard it floated multiple times Again, I think it was on Sacred Symbols mostly, but multiple times just in general, where they're making the argument that Insomniac is PlayStation's most important team now, like taking the mantle from Naughty Dog. Even. Yeah. Not 100%. that they necessarily make the most high high quality games for PlayStation. They do make very high quality games, but I think Naughty Dog still obviously has that title, just like in the fidelity of The Last of Us. That game is fucking nuts. Um, but Or The Last of Us 2, I should specify. Um, but Insomniac... I, Look at what everything they're fucking doing. How, like, they single handedly secured 
Marvel licenses for Sony now. Like, Spider-Man was so good that I feel like Marvel probably just has a certain trust in Sony's first party to be able to do great games. You know? Yeah. Well, boil the... Get the character and not just, you know, color code these things. Like, to get what is cool and feels good about it. So that's what I hope. Because, like, swinging as Spider-Man is so visceral. So, you know, they get that. It feels good and iconic. Yeah. And... That's what nails it, right? Is you get to fly around as Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. Swinging around. I don't that, even like Spider-Man in those games. Like, I was super fond of. And, and I was if you nail to the that. point that I was like, for this whole showcase, I was like, please announce Spider-Man too. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, that's what you want, right? You want to insert yourself as that superhero. It's not just, you know, you know, not I liked the Warner Brothers games, but it's like, yeah, man, you know, you're not really Batman sculling stuff. You scan some stuff, you click around, and then combats, you know, can I click, you know, fast enough, you know, and combat's still like that, but it's like, you never really feel like Batman, but swing around. That's like, that's not how you're supposed to play that game though. Like you're supposed to methodically be like, okay, well I'm going to slowly press X or square square and then throw like a batarang and then throw. It's true. There are lots of tools, weapons and gadgets that I'm too stupid to use. In those games, it's just, I don't know. The brain is just like, fucking mash you know like i just want to beat the fucking uh, uh 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 you know parry real quick uh, that's why uh, i loved when they did mad max because there they weren't like acrobatic let's try to be it was like you were just a big dude with fucking metal on your hands hitting a dude in the face as hard as you can yeah do you want to do that i was like fuck yeah i want to do that yeah um, um but i think they nailed that self-insert for superheroes and i think if they can do it for Wolverine it'll be fantastic yeah I'm and taking it I think they also make their games look good on PS5 right like Ratchet and Clank like looks good Playing because Miles Morales you, rip, was you know awesome uh on PS5 and that game was also on PS4 so um then they showed Gran Turismo which nobody gives a fuck about and then they showed a guy getting shot with lightning into a lamppost which I was like another infamous game Literally, that's where my fucking head went. I was like, they're doing Infamous? <laughs> Hopefully, it's like the first you know, two games like remastered or something, remade or something by Bluepoint. That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, but no, alas, it was Insomniac again. And it was fucking Spider-Man 2 they're announcing um, here with... Um, it seemed like they were teasing that Hunter or whatever the fuck that guy's name is is going to be in the... The game, Raven, Craven, Craven. That's what it is. And uh, neither do I. I just have a weird memory. Uh, And Venom, they showed at the end of that trailer, which I was like, hell yeah. That sounds dope. Sign me up. Um, Like I said, I never even have really enjoyed Spider-Man. The only Spider-Man thing I've ever really liked, I almost said loved, liked uh, were like the first two Tobey Maguire movies, you know, when I was a kid and the animated Spider-Man cartoon, but that was about it. I didn't really like anything else with the web slinger in it. Um, but I'm kind of stoked. Looks good. You know, everything, oh, yeah. everything Insomniac does is just so good. So I am, I got to say, I'm pretty happy that they went back with uh PlayStation. You know, they left Microsoft they created a fucking banger of a game in Sunset Overdrive. But I don't know. 
I think, uh, and it's good that they retained the Sunset Overdrive IP because now PlayStation owns Sunset Overdrive. And so hopefully that means we'll get a Sunset Overdrive 2 at some point. Yeah, anything for people to keep making kick-ass games like that. I want that to keep happening. That game was just so weird. I want to go back and play it now that I have Game Pass. I probably should. After I... <sighs> it was so weird, but it was funny and goofy. Yeah. Now's not the time to Underappreciated. be Underappreciated. Like, wow, I need to go back and play this game. I need to go back and play that game because now all the new games are coming out. I really wasted Get so ready. much time of having no new games releasing. Of you playing did. nothing, really. I didn't play shit. I at least only played Cyberpunk. Honestly, that's probably worse. Um, they ended. You're just jealous. They, I'm. You say that every time, every it's time okay. that I'm just jealous that I can't play Cyberpunk. Honestly, yeah. I could give a fuck about Cyberpunk. Well, you can't play it to experience to give any real criticism. You just continually. What do you mean? I have played the game, and I can give a real criticism. It doesn't fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real criticism. Yeah, see, you're just salty. The game doesn't run, and you're jealous. I get to have an incredible ray tracing experience. It's okay. I'm not even. If I, I'm not even gonna. It's the only reason you're so salty. It's what I play all the time. Yes, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. You're so smart. I'm glad you figured it out. See, you like, do gaslight people. <laughs> they ended the showcase with uh, God of War. Ragnarok, which is what I wanted bro for the whole showcase. I was so fucking hyped. I like stopped working. I like You just were like watch it. Was just fucking sitting there, dick in hand. Oh. I teared up. I was like, the shit's nuts. Looks so good. Everybody's like, it looks more of the same. Good. <laughs> good. Like, yeah. <laughs> what 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 more do I want? I don't want him to revert. I don't want him to go back to God of War One. I'm glad it's more of the same. Yeah, and it's them finishing up the the Norse part. which I found was interesting that they say it's the end of the Norse saga for them I figured it would be a trilogy but I guess not where else are they gonna go what other pantheon of gods are they gonna break into um Celtic multiple native religions Aztec I feel like Celtic India. would be a little too close to Norse they have very different characters, I feel like. Oh, the Tuatha de Danon are... Very different characters, but they both have a lot of runes and a lot of, like, shamanic... I guess a lot of... Almost every mystical culture has a lot of shamanic... I was like, are you going to be, like, explaining what deifying a person is? Because, like, that's a ton of religions. What? I don't know. I feel like there's plenty of... Yeah, they could do a lot. I'm I'd be intrigued. Yeah, take it from go from one of the, either of the white religions that they focused on, and then go to like a more southern religion or like a native tribe or something in the United States or something. Or yeah, the Navajo, you know, Coyote, Third World, First World, always super cool. And I mean, that's just one American tribe. Or you could do Eastern mythology, Aztec, Indian, yeah, Japan. China. That's a whole mix of a ton of different. That'd be pretty cool. Oh man, can you imagine a fucking Japanese god of war? You I think fight Miyoto Musashi, even though he's not a god. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> I don't think they'll go Japan though. No, but that would be the coolest one. I mean, I think you just 
you're just playing Ghost of Tsushima right now. Like it just won't be as good as Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, it's PlayStation already has their Japanese game. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. All but right. as long as they do kick ass storytelling like that, because it's like I just want to watch the movie that is God of War Ragnarok, you know? Yeah. As much as the gameplay looks kick ass, it's like I just want to see what happens next. Like No, straight up I want to know what happens in the story. And seeing Atreus be like got to go figure out what happens with Loki and being like, well, the reveal at the end of the first game was he is Loki, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of cool, you know, Um, but that that pretty much sums it up for the PlayStation showcase. I think do you have a top five of things that were shown? Ooh, I don't know. That's a ton. I think I, I mean, could give mine pretty easily. I mean, in no particular order, probably. God of War, um, Star Wars, Forsaken. Honestly, by the time we finished talking about this, I forgot KOTOR was even a part of it. Um, Forspoken. Yeah. No, I just said Forspoken. You said Forsaken. Did I say Forsaken? Fuck. Who knows what I'm saying when no one corrects me? Oh, when, yeah. Fair. Or when there's not a, somebody on a pair of headphones listening to your direct feed. Or someone that can translate my... Gibberish. Failure, yeah. <laughs> Failed communication of English. Um, uh, Gran Turismo. I... Um, I mean, Spider-Man, and then probably... I mean, I'm going to say Guardians, because that had game... It's going to have gameplay, but Wolverine. <laughs> I'm always hyped to see. Fair enough. I'd say uh, mine goes pretty, pretty simply. It's just Tiny Tina's Wonderland, God of War, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine. Uh, I don't know. I I probably would say Forspoken is up there but I, I i i almost want to put kotor ahead of Forspoken, just in the sense that it's more of a classic and i kind of know what i'm getting out of it you know but i don't know we'll see um it was a good showcase though they really slapped the dick down on the table they really slapped the dick down on like not a lot of stuff came out for the ps5 uh this year and you know already with the shortages and stuff i you know not that Sony wasn't doing well. I mean, because PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console of all time, right? Like, yeah. they're not doing well. But this kind of was like, this is why there's hype for this. This isn't just us having bells and whistles and people being fanboys. Like, yeah. this is some banging shit. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're going to say we don't have no games. All right. Here's, Dude, here's the game. Because you knew they knew what was going to be coming out. They had to be sitting there for fucking months, Twitter, like talking shit. shit, and they're just like, oh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just wait. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Okay. That's a lot of games right there. It was like 15-some games, 17 oh, games yeah. in 40 minutes. Yeah, and with very little like interviews and stuff. like They weren't padding that time with a ton of developer talk. I thought no. they took a great time to talk to some developers, but it wasn't... It was just like pop, pop, pop. Yeah. The developer conversations, I think, were more after the show. Like, they just, that's more the post shows they talked to. I thought they fit one. They were talking to Herman Holst, but he's head of 
Okay. He's Maybe a, I'm just thinking of that interview. Part of bureaucratic. Yeah. And then they had Jim Ryan at the beginning, who's the president of PlayStation. But oh, maybe it was all after the show, and I just continued on. Whatever. Great. It was fantastic. Love <sighs> being a gamer right now. Yeah, Love being friends with someone show. who owns a PS5. <laughs> yeah. That's what I took away from this. Um. Yeah. I think this was a good episode. Probably a good place to end it. Um. Leave a comment. Let us know what you're excited for out of this um, sort of lineup that they got going on. Um, thanks for joining us for episode 10. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. That's Matt. I'm Matt. Bye-bye. Oh, are we leaving? Bye. We're oh, did you have more? No. <laughs> I just That just really made my brain go, wait, 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 what's happening? All right. Bye, bitch. <laughs>